Howdy and welcome to Laptop Empire Show. I'm Mike. He's Bobby. We've got a great show for you today. We're actually going to be stealing a question Bobby saw in another community that we thought was a really good podcast topic around growing your brand and collaborating with other creators, freelancers, what have you. And this is really interesting because when Bobby presented this idea to me, he was like, you know, I've seen you collaborate directly with competitors, which I think a lot of people are scared to do. And I've seen Bobby, you know, work with all kinds of different bloggers and creators and things. And uh, he's got a lot of friends in that world. So we're both big believers in collaboration, but I think it scares people for a lot of reasons. So I think this is going to be a good topic. Bobby, why don't you kind of lay the groundwork, tell us a little bit about, you know, this kind of story, the conversation we were having that led to us choosing this topic. Yeah. Uh, Well, so the other day I was just kind of like scrolling through my Facebook feed and I saw this question pop up and I think it was in the teachable tribe. It was in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in and it was just a person that was, they, they had a course and I think that they were, they were going to email out to their list, but they wanted to like promote another person in their space. And they, but they like, they wanted to to introduce them because they thought they had some really good content, but they were scared because they were like, okay, if I, you know, this person does the same thing that I do. And if I send an email out to my list and I, and I point people over in this other person's direction, is it going to be, is it going to hurt my brand? Like, is it going to make it to where I all of a sudden look like less of an authority because I'm putting somebody else out there that does the same thing as me. And maybe they do it. Maybe they do some things better. I don't know, but is it going to hurt me and make people leave me to go follow them? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a legitimate concern, but I I think you do it. Like, um, I, that shouldn't be a surprise. I just said we're big believers in collaboration, but I think my opinion, and I'm not sure about you, but my opinion has always been like, there's no such thing as, co- uh, as competition in this online space. Right. There's so many people. And we talk about that in our course all the time, right? Like people ask us for Facebook side hustle. Like if they're, if, if this side hustle so great and so many people are doing it, aren't isn't there not going to be enough clients to go around? Right. And, you know, we talk about on the sales page, like there's so many new businesses created each day. There's so much demand. There's no way that, that there's not enough for everybody. There is. Yeah. And so you got to think about it that way. And that, that's true for blogging and anything else. But if you're an authority, like if you're a content creator and your positioning is, is an authority, whether that's a coach, a consultant, a blogger, a YouTuber, whatever, you should 100% do collaborations and it's beneficial, especially with people that have the same niche as you. Because here's the reality. Not everyone in your audience will buy from you and not everyone that discovers you is going to have an instant connection with you. It might be with somebody else. So if you send them to a competitor's content and they have a better connection with that person, 
that's okay. But that doesn't mean that you lost business because the flip side of that is when you do that, the other person's doing it too. When you can show that, that spirit of collaboration, you can either work together or you're promoting their stuff. They're probably going to promote your stuff too, which is good. And that's why I like to build these collaborations because, you know, Bobby, if you and I are the, you know, the same business, if we both have the same kind of blog and we talk about, Hey man, I'm going to have you come do a guest post on mine. I'm going to come do your podcast. Now what's happening is my audience is discovering you. Your audience is discovering me and there's going to be people in your audience that like me better and people in my audience that like you better. And the end result is we're both going to make more money and we're both going to have happier audiences. And what you always talk about, you have to do what's best for your people. And if there's content that someone else created that you can provide for your audience, that's what's best for them. Right. And I think my last point there is just that there's this thing called borrowed authority, uh, you know, and so you might be concerned that if I share somebody else and they're an authority on the topic as well, that people might think like, oh, you don't really know. You couldn't write this article yourself or create this training yourself. You had to farm it out to somebody else. But the reality is your relationship with that person lends you authority, right? Some of the most authoritative people in the online space, especially in the digital marketing world, aren't necessarily the best, but they're the people that know the most people and they're collaborating with the most people. And so people associate them, especially with people that are above them, right? If you start hanging out with, you know, Pat Flynn or Frank Kern or, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, these bigger names or Bobby Hoyt, you know, these people that are like super successful, I can yeah, straight face. You are super <laughs> successful, Bobby. I love you. Um, but like people that are like more successful than you are and people start seeing you with them in video and in interviews and blog posts and those things, they will start to put you at that level or in that, you know, they'll start to trust you more. So there's a lot of benefit from that too, even if the person is a little bit, you know, higher up than you are. So I want to know, Bobby, like, what are your thoughts on this, especially coming from a place like personal finance where, there one there's a lot of personal finance blogs and they're all relatively similar like there's definitely some distinctions there's some different types but i feel like you know with like digital marketing people go in so many different ways right, right. And, but yeah. with personal finance i feel like everybody's promoting bluehost everybody's talking about being frugal and saving money and like it's a lot of the same so what do you think about you know collaborating in a space like that and opportunities and like good thing, bad thing? Like what's your, I just shared my view on it. Um, but like, what, what is your take in, in that kind of space? I'm, I'm a huge fan, honestly. I mean, if, if you like just last week, I did a, a book promotion for my friend, Aaron, she runs a site called broke millennial, you know, obviously fairly similar kind of thing to my brand. I did a book promotion for grant who runs millennial money, which you could argue is like very, very similar to, to what I do. Um, you know, (laughs) um, and and I've always looked for those opportunities though to work with other bloggers because one, like what you said, the, the sheer amount of human beings in the world is, or, you know, just even in the United States, you know, let's say you're in the U S it's crazy how many people there are. And you also mentioned that only a small percentage actually buys a product from you. I think that the amount of people that buy Facebook side hustle for me, I think I did the math one time. It's like, it's less than a 10th of a percent of the entire audience. 
Um, right. And so there's like 99.9% uh, that, that will never buy a product from me or, or you know, whatever, but um, they'll still come to the site and they'll still learn stuff. But I think that if you, if you position yourself as, as an authority by introducing other brands to your audience, it doesn't take away from your brand. It just kind of adds to it. Um, yeah. because people don't just follow like one thing, especially in, in 2019 where everybody's attention span is like super, super short. They like to, to go to several different sources of information and pull different things from things, you know, different people that they like. So there are pr- plenty of people that like grant for millennial money. I know that I have a lot of readers that, that love his site and I have a lot of readers that also read my site. Another one, Michelle Schroeder for making sense of sense. We have a lot of audience crossover and we've just, we've always had that you know, for the past couple of years where there are a lot of people that are like, Hey, I found your site from Michelle or, or vice versa. And so you just find that people, when you, as you introduce, you know, other blogs and other brands into your audience, they, they appreciate it. Cause you maybe you're sharing good information or you're, you know, introducing to something that relates to them a little bit more and the, but they still, they don't leave you <laughs> like they don't just go away. And the other thing that, that has been huge for me as I've promoted other people, you know, whether it's their products or their books or whatever, it's helped me grow, I, I guess, grow my influence in my industry. Because once you start hanging out with, you know, bigger names, kind of like what you were talking about, like all of a sudden it starts snowballing. And then like you find yourself in a different, like if you're at a conference or something, you find yourself like standing in a different group of people that are all like the big dogs instead of like the right the new people like I was a couple of years ago, but that's all happened because I've promoted things. And a perfect example is, um, well, actually Aaron, you know, it's actually, it all kind of goes together. Like Aaron from broke millennial, you know, we, we started kind of collaborating. She, I, she wrote about me in her first book, um, not a whole lot, but she put me in there. And, uh, so at my first FinCon conference, she actually came and talked to me and introduced me to like everybody. Like she knew everybody at that conference and she's a competitor but you know, I, I had shared her stuff before and I really thought she was really talented. And so she, we kind of, you know, started hanging out. We became good friends. Um, she introduced me to all these people. And then I think somewhere along the way, I think I met Grant through her maybe. I'm, I'm not totally sure on that, but I'm pretty sure I did. Um, and Grant from Millennial Money, same thing. We've worked together. Like we've done projects together. We've made money together, but you know, I, I've promoted his stuff and he has introduced me to some of the other bigger people in the personal finance space, which is like yeah. Jeff Rose or like, you know, just all these other people that are in that world. And through that process, like I've been able to go from like not really knowing anybody to like being in a really, really exclusive mastermind with a lot of the top people in that, that space, mostly through promoting other people and just building relationships with people. Yeah. And it, it is, it's all, it's all about relationships and, and, this is, you were talking about that borrowed authority thing I mentioned, but I think it also, it kind of like opens doors to you because as you're, you know, there's this whole concept about like you, you know, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. You want to be the dumbest person in the room. You know, if you're, if your friends don't share your vision, you want to get new friends. Like I'm, you know, I'm sure you've heard that kind of thing. And so when you're growing a business, you know, you want to always find, you want to connect with those people that are where you want to be. And a lot, sometimes that you do that through the collaboration, the promotion, like that building, you know, you got to build those relationships and a relationship with one person can lead to you meeting another person. Right. And I think the other big thing too, is like, it's not, this isn't hard, like the collaborating and, and 
doing these things with people and meeting these people, like you might feel like you can't, right? Maybe you're early on, you're just starting. But the reality is we lit, we work in a very lonely business, right? Blogging, freelancing, working from home with no pants on, like that is a very lonely life. And so people are looking for that connection. They're looking to make friends and to share with people that are doing what they're doing. I think too, you know, just to relate a personal story, part of it being lonely isn't just like working at home by yourself, but it's the fact that like nobody really understands what you're doing. You know, like it's interesting. I I was at a, a wedding this past week and um, was talking with my parents and my mom still like made a comment about like, she doesn't know what to tell people like what I do. And I'm like, mom, like it's been years, you know, like you just tell, just tell people I own a marketing agency. Like it's easy. Like this isn't you yeah. know difficult, but like she even still has a hard time with this sometimes, you know? And so people don't understand, you know, like me, people don't understand like you, Bobby, leaving your job as a teacher to start a blog, you know, Bobby, that'll never work. You're going to come back here and regret it. You know, screw those people. You showed them, right. People never understood me. You know, you, I I reconnected with some old friends the the last week and they're like, wait, you're not a lawyer anymore. Why? You know, like that people don't understand that. Like they don't understand the passion to want to work on this kind of business all the time, but other bloggers, other freelancers, they understand that drive to do more right? To, to work more than you need to all of these different things. So, you know, they're looking for other people that share that passion. You know, that's one of those things I'm always like hesitant to get on calls with stuff. Um, like, like, uh, Kristen Larson from believe in a budget. Mm-hmm. We popped on calls with her a couple times. I, I, I'm almost like leery to hop on a call with her because every time we do, we talk for like three hours about business and then it's like, Oh crap, we got to go. But like you could keep talking because she has that same passion that we do for helping other people and, and building a business and all that. And it's just fun. You know, like same with Chris, right? When we talk to Chris Wojcicki or copywriter, you know, and speaking of Kristen, you also shouldn't be scared of, of working with competitors, you, you know, just because like I said, you're trying to help your audience. And so I think a good example of that is, you know, we just got done promoting the Pinterest, their, uh, her and, and Gina's Pinterest virtual assistant course, right? Yeah. Which is called, it's um, uh, become a VA today. I always call it the PVA course, but that's not what it's called. It's become yeah. a VA today. Well, you know, I think a lot of people that are in our position that have the Facebook side hustle course and they're teaching people how to manage Facebook ads to earn money online would be hesitant to promote a course teaching people to manage, you know, uh, you know, Pinterest traffic for bloggers and for, for, you know, other businesses to help grow their business. It's the same kind of thing. It's the same model paying to provide a service, which is managing a certain type of social media to grow a business. But we don't have a problem promoting their course. Just like they have never had a problem promoting ours because there might be people that maybe they're intimidated by running paid traffic, which is what you have to do with Facebook. And so, you know, the idea of doing something organic with Pinterest is more appealing to them. Or maybe it's one of those things. Maybe you're just, uh, you know, very creative and the idea of like creating pins and stuff like you're like, man, that would be 
really fun. I would enjoy that. Or maybe you're just on Pinterest a lot already. Like I'm, I'm mentioning all these reasons you might go do, you know, the, the Pinterest management instead of Facebook, but there's, it goes the other way too, but that's an opportunity. It's a collaboration that allows us, we're affiliates. We can make money from it, but it also allows us to reach out to our audience when we preach all the time about how to make money online, different ways to do it, how we believe in freelancing and to say, here's another freelance service besides the one that we promote that we think is a, a good option, go check it out. And there's going to be people, you know, um, there, you know, there's people that have clicked the links from our emails and gone and bought the course and it's a better fit for them. And that's awesome. I'm glad that we could facilitate that because at the end of the day, our mission, you know, we've talked about this before. Our mission is to make money, help other people make money and have a good time doing it. Well, that big part of the mission, that second part of like help other people make money. I don't care if they're making money with our course or with somebody else's course. Like I want them to go make money. I want to share in those success stories. I want more people to feel this experience of being an, an entrepreneur and making money from home because it's incredible. Well, I think, I think we should kind of talk a little bit about some actionable stuff because people like are kind of like, okay, how, like, how do I do it? Yeah. Cause you know, <laughs> obviously we both feel like, yes, you should try to collaborate with people whenever possible. You know, I'll just, some of the ways that I've done it in the past, uh, early, early on, it can be really simple. I remember I was just, when I first started Money Money Man, I would do every Friday, a Friday follow tweet that um, I would, you know, tag, you know, and that's basically, you know, hashtag follow Friday or hashtag FF. And it just, you're just saying, hey, go follow these people on Twitter. Um, and I would, it was like, I would pick five or six people that I really admired in the blogging world. And I would do it every single weekend or every single Friday. Uh, and I never, and I like probably for months and months and months didn't miss one. Uh, and it wasn't the same people all the time, but it was kind of like, I'd roughly keep the same people, but I would, I would kind of mix some people in just to change it up a little bit. But that's a good way to, that's like an easy one to kind of get on people's radar. Cause really what you're trying to do is just like, you know, they'll see the retweet and be like, huh, who's this person? And if you just start kind of showing up more and more and more, um, then people start to go like, hmm, I wonder what this person's doing. They actually start to check out what you're doing. Can we stop there for a second? Because I want to point something out. It achieves two things, right? Like, and this is, this is the thing about collaboration. There's always a benefit for the person and a benefit for you. And so when you do this, you're stroking their ego, making them feel good, which is going to make them want to help you, <laughs> you know, and yeah. you're, you're exposing your audience to, to new people. You're benefiting your audience by saying, here are people I recommend. These are good people to follow. And yeah. that person's appreciating it because you're giving them traffic. But on the flip side, when that person responds and that person retweets, their audience is seeing you. And now they're discovering you. And now they're coming to you. So it's always this two-way thing. And that's, that's what's great about it. But I mean, even this simple follow this person Twitter or saying, you know, we've done this before. We did on the show one time or, or in, I think you did on Instagram. I don't remember how, but we were like, Natalie Bacon made this incredible article. Go check it out. You know? Oh and, yeah. Yeah. And, and like, that with my email list. Yeah. Yeah. So, Oh, that's what it was. Right. So like, I mean, who emails and sends traffic to other people, you know? So that's an example, but like, there's always a two way street benefit to that. I just, sorry, you can go back now. I just want to point that <laughs> out for you. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, there, that's one, I think sharing content is another one and that happens for bloggers. And I think, I think digital marketers that, um, a lot of marketers do stuff on Facebook, uh, especially I think in your world, like they, they write these like pretty epic Facebook posts that either, 
you know, talk about something or teach people how to do something. And um, a lot of times that gets shared on, on a personal page. And so like sharing other people's content with your audience, kind of same thing. It kind of helps you and, and helps the other person. Uh, the email thing that I did with, with Natalie, and I've done it with you know, a lot of people over the years, but it was basically just, if I found a piece of content that I really liked from somebody else that made me go like, wow, that's really good. Then I'll, I'll share it with my audience, you know, and I, I don't, I don't have any problem utilizing my email list to send traffic to somebody else. Um, because ultimately what that does is, you know, that one, the person, it, the word usually gets back to the person and then they, they're more inclined to, to work with you. You know, so that's, that's another way to kind of go about it. Um, trying to think what are some, some other ways that we've promoted people before, um, you know, writing content, having guest posters. Uh, that's another thing that I've done on my side. I've had guest posters where it's like, I'll tell somebody else's story on millennial money, man. So if you're a content creator, you have a blog, um, I bring other people on, I share their story. I promote it to the audience. Then they turn around and they take that same article and they promote it to their audience. Right. And so all it's, it's beneficial for them because they're getting access to my audience. It's beneficial for me because I'm getting access to a totally different audience that I never would have had, you know, and it's, it happens at all levels. Like the, the Forbes, I had a Forbes article the other day um, that Jeff Rose, who we've worked with as an affiliate for the Facebook side hustle course, just an overall awesome dude, huge brand, just the guy's got so many good things going on, but we worked with him. He turned around and he did a Forbes article on me and then I just promoted it to my audience, <laughs> you know, and, and that Forbes article, yeah, it's about me, but it also sends people to his wealth hackers brand. Right. Um, so, you know, me, like, you know, he scratched my back with the Forbes article. I turned around and sent it out to my audience and promoted it and scratched his back in return. Um, and, and those kind of collaborations are beneficial for everybody. And what I've found is that the people that are at the very, very top of the game, especially in, in the personal finance game, they understand that and they're always seeking connections with more people. Always. always looking for opportunities to work with other people and collaborate. Like, I think that's missed by a lot of people is this, this fear of working with somebody that's a competitor or somebody that's ahead of you when the reality is the more people you can work with and the more relationships you can build, the more successful you're going to be. If yeah. you just tried to fly solo on this thing, you aren't going to do very well. Like there's so yeah. many opportunities. I, I think that you have to be strategic about this and, and like, you know, if, cause we reach out to people or we have people reach out to us where it's like dollar sprout, you know, like we started talking to them, create and go, they reached out to us. Like, I think there's that direct collaboration too, where you just reach out to somebody and say, Hey, I just want to introduce myself. But I think you have to be smart about like, so, so I gave all of those, those actionable pieces of advice. And the last one that, that I'll give is that you can just reach out to people. We have people that we've kind of collaborated with. I think this year has been pretty big on the collaboration side with us where we've, we've, either we've reached out to people that are, that have pretty big followings or they've reached out to us um, and we've done some cross promotion. But I think one of the things that I don't want people to get out of this is to go, okay, cool. I'm just going to start reaching out to everybody and, and just trying to like build relationships with people. So like the example that, that comes to mind for me is like, if you just started blogging, I wouldn't be sending emails to Pat Flynn to try to like <laughs> collaborate like, Hey, Pat just wanted to see how we could work together and introduce myself. He's going to ignore that email, <laughs> right? Because he's going to be like, okay, there's no benefit. There's, they don't have an audience. Right. There's no benefit for me. Uh, so the way that you make this work, especially if you're doing this kind of direct outreach is to find people that you know that you can actually help 
you can benefit them with your audience. Um, they're in a similar kind of space as you or, or place in their business as you are. And then, you know, you just reach out and, and say hi and, and try to talk, but there's, and you've got to know how they can benefit you as well. But, you know, I think that I just want people to avoid like reaching for the top level people, like find somebody in your space that has like a slightly larger audience than you and, but not so much bigger that they're going to ignore you and then reach out to those people and just say, Hey, like I just wanted to meet and talk and, and all that, like that, that works. Um, you know, when you're kind of on the same footing, when you're not, then you're just going to get ignored a lot and you're going to come across as spammy and spammy is not one, something that you want to be like known for, <laughs> you know, cause I get, I get a lot of emails and that, like, I feel bad saying this, but I get a lot of emails from people that just started their blog or really don't have like an established audience or like anything that's super beneficial to me. Um, and they'll, they'll reach out and be like, Hey Bobby wanted to work together. And I'm, you know, from my perspective, I'm like, time. I don't have time. Like the it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like a cost benefit analysis. Like, okay, I'm going to spend this time working with somebody, but they can't actually help me. It's just me completely helping them. Right. Um, not that I don't want to work with people, but you just, it's like, I have to filter that out because you just don't have time yeah. to mess with it during the day. So you've got to be strategic in who you're actually reaching out to. And, and you have to be like realistic with yourself. Like, am I on their level or close to it? And if the answer is no, then find somebody else that, that you are closer to. You need to be able to bring value first. I think a really good example of this, I'm not going to say who, but we had somebody reach out to us recently and said, Hey guys, I want to meet you. I love what you're doing. Specifically, I would like some help because I want to start a podcast and I'd like yeah. to get some information for you on how to do that because I like your podcast. But in return, I see that you've started a YouTube channel and I've got some great advice to help you with the YouTube channel because I've got 200,000 followers. That was like, yeah, let's book a time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. Like yeah. that's the kind of thing, like if you can, and it was the most blunt I've seen somebody do that, but I love that because it was just like no BS, like let's just do this. Yeah. So, so I think that's good. Reaching out to people that are in that same level as you and helping you're raising each other up, right? Yeah. Work together to go to a next level. We talk about Chris Orzachowski all the time. Chris has been my guy for years right? Where yeah. we have been helping take each other to the next level. And it's been great for both of us. And then the last topic on that for me is it's good to build all these relationships and to work with other people. Don't pursue that so much that you're not working on your stuff. Yeah, right? that's a good point. Like I think a lot of people, they try to like grow their business by building all these relationships and doing all these other things, basically mooching, yeah. you know, instead of putting in the work to build their business. Business owners are smart. They can smell a mooch. Nobody wants yeah. a mooch. Don't be that person. Yeah. And I can tell if you're sending me a, a template email too. Like don't send me yeah. some kind of template email of like, Hey, I saw blah, blah, blah. And I thought we could blah, blah, blah. Like I get so many of those emails every day. Like just don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do, don't do the cold outreach template yeah. thing. Try to create a real human co connection, like a real human like a real human. It's all about being a real human. <laughs> people so that's lost on some people in the online. I know, man. I know <laughs> it's everybody's got their formula. So yeah. let me just list a couple of ways that I've collaborated to, to give people some more options and then we'll, we'll shut this sucker down. So I think a big one and what really started this conversation is I think you've always been a little bit amazed that one of my good friends is about as direct a competitor as can be with Mike Keith because yeah. he's got a, Facebook ads marketing agency, just like I do. He's got a Facebook ads course, just like we do. Yet he's one of our biggest supporters. 
I've collaborated with him on projects before, JV projects. He's in our group helping our people. He has recommended our course to people, even though he has a course, like he's just like, I've got this, but they've got this as well. Like, and I think that, you know, you've always been like, that's cool. And I think it's a good example of like, you can work with people that do exactly what you do if you have a good friendship. And if you are just realize, like I said, there's no competition and some people are going to be drawn to that person's personality or that person's personality. And even though I have an agency and he has an agency, he's a solo shop and he does that intentionally. Mine's a bigger shop with a team. But even though we both have the same kind of business and have similar courses, we work together. And one way like that we've done that is trainings, right? Just because we do the same thing, there are things that Mike is better at that, that I'm not as good at and vice versa. And so like we've had him come and do live trainings in our group, but he and I have also, you know, gotten together and done a live training together where we actually sold it for like a hundred dollars a pop to come to this webinar. It was like an hour, an hour and a half. We had 30, 40 sales on that. We both made $1,500, $2,000 for an hour or so of our time. And it worked really well. And what happened was people from my audience wanted to hear me speak and, and hear Keith, Heath speak and vice versa. And it was, it was really popular and we, we made some money and it was just something that we decided to do. And I think there's, you can do things like that um, with a direct competitor. You can talk about a subject that you both know about really well. You and Grant, right? From Millennial Money, you mentioned them earlier. Y'all did that with your mastermind. Another example of somebody, you practically have the same domain name. You do the yeah. same things and you both taught people how, how, to, how to blog and work together. So there's always those kind of opportunities. But some other ones that I've done just to kind of like do a very quick list, you can do content for other communities. I do webinars for train, live trainings and webinars for Facebook groups all the time. You can do the paid training, like I mentioned with Mike Heath. You can, uh, you can create content I've done before where people had courses and I create content like a module inside their course. So maybe they're, you know, I, as an example, did a course about uh, somebody, a friend had a course about speaking and selling from the stage. And then I did about how to promote your event with Facebook ads, right? And then if they wanted to learn more, they could come by my Facebook ads course. So you can do that kind of thing. You know, there's all kinds of pod podcasts, YouTube content, guest interviews, all of that kind of stuff. The reality is there's just, there's so many, I could go on and on all day. I can't even think of like all the things that, that I've done. Um, and I'm, I know Bobby's the same. Uh, you just, all you do at the end of the day is look for opportunities, like to do cool things with other people. I think that's really what it's about is like, I like to do cool things with other people in the business. And so if there's somebody I like, a lot of times when I meet someone, I really like doing something with them. I'll be like, Hey, how can we work together? What can we do together? What would be something fun? And sometimes they'll be like, Oh man, I would love to do, how about I get you on the YouTube channel and you get me on the podcast. Cool. Yeah. Done. Let's do it. You know, or, or, Hey, I've got this idea about how we can make a small info product together. You know, it might be something like, look, you, you're really good at paid traffic. I'm really good at, at email marketing. Let's do a thing where you talk about creating a list building ad and I talk about creating a basic email sequence and we package it together and we sell it. Awesome. Let's do it. You know, that's how we started out essentially, you know, as we had, had an idea and then it turned into something way bigger. So you never know what can happen. Don't be scared of collaboration, you know, seek opportunities. Just make sure you don't neglect working on your business as well. Agreed. Any final words? Just don't be spammy.
Yeah. I'll be mad at you if you're spammy. Be genuine. Yeah, be genuine. Like that thing that I just said about, it's about, I like this person. Hey, let's do something cool together. If you treat it that way, like as a fun opportunity to work with another person, it's going to come across genuine. It's going to be more beneficial. It's going to be a better project and a better collaboration. So start there, start with making friends with people in your industry because it's good to have friends, have lots of friends. So, all right. Thank you very much for watching the show. Please make sure you subscribe wherever you listen, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, tell your friends about us. Leave us a review. Do all those things. Go listen to other episodes. Check out our YouTube channel. Check out our blog. We have so much content online now, it's getting ridiculous. So yeah, go check it out. <laughs> we appreciate you following us. See you next time. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out.